0: Welcome to the Managing Motherhood Podcast, a place for real talk about the fun and not so fun aspects of motherhood. I'm Orlisa Poole, a mom, trained psychotherapist, and empowerment coach, and I help emotionally overwhelmed moms find confidence and calm so they can experience the joy that is motherhood. Each week, I share tips and tricks for moms who want to stay in control, stay on top of your mental health, and manage the challenges inherent to motherhood. In case you didn't know, Managing Motherhood provides online therapy and coaching for moms who love their children but aren't loving motherhood. If you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed, stressed out, or you're just tired of feeling like you can't cut it as a mom, my solutions focused therapy and empowerment coaching can help you find confidence and calm so that you can actually enjoy parenting. If you're ready to ditch the anxiety and mom guilt and learn to manage motherhood with joy and on your own terms, Head over to psychotherapyformoms.com to learn more and schedule a free consultation. Welcome to the Managing Motherhood podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. You're a busy mom. I know that because all moms are busy. Your time is limited. Your brain space is limited. So thank you so much. I am so grateful that you decided to share some of that with me today. I want to talk about mom guilt, and I'm feeling really passionate about mom guilt today because I recently saw a commercial that just made my blood boil, and it was a commercial for a prepackaged meal for kids, and don't get me wrong. I love prepackaged meals. I think they're amazing. Anything that makes a mom's life easier, I support because moms have so much on their plate, and what they really need is help. And if your pre-packaged meal helps a mom out, then I'm all for it. What I didn't like about the commercial for this pre-packaged meal is that the company promised no more mom guilt if you buy their meals. And the mom in the commercial talked about how guilty she felt because there were so many dirty dishes in her sink and she knew that when it came to mealtime, she would just feed her picky eater the food she knew he would eat rather than the healthy food he should be eating. And she said that since buying these meals... She doesn't have to feel mom guilt because she's feeding her child nutritious meals that he enjoys. And this commercial was problematic to me for a number of reasons. The first one being that we know as moms that we're not going to stop feeling mom guilt just because we buy a product. We know that even if we do buy that product and all of a sudden we're not feeling mom guilt about whatever that product is solving, there's going to be something else that we feel mom guilt about. Feeling mom guilt is just kind of inherent to being a mom in our society. So I was bothered by the fact that this commercial promised no more mom guilt. Like mom guilt is just a quick fix that can be solved by buying a product. I was also bothered by the fact that because the commercial did talk about the dishes in the sink and the feeding your piggy eater junk food because you know what they'll eat, And the mom in that commercial saying, well, now I don't have to feel mom guilt. To me, that seemed like justifying mom guilt in a way, like saying, oh, there is a reason that you should feel mom guilt for these reasons. And I don't agree with that. I don't think you should feel mom guilt because you're feeding your picky eater junk food because that's what makes your life easier. I don't think you should feel mom guilt because there's dirty dishes in your sink. That is life. That is motherhood. Sometimes those things happen and- Feeling guilty about it doesn't actually solve the issue. So I want to talk about mom guilt today because we know that mom guilt isn't a quick fix. It doesn't come from buying a product, but it comes from changing your mindset. It comes from having self-compassion and an understanding that you don't have to be perfect to be a good mom. It comes from breaking free of societal expectations of what it comes to be a mom and learning to mother on your own terms. So I want to talk about what is mom guilt and then some ways to challenge mom guilt. So mom guilt, it's basically feeling responsible or regretful for something that you did wrong. And that could be something real that you did wrong or even something imaginary. So we don't actually have to do something wrong in order to feel mom guilt. And As moms, mom guilt usually presents as feeling like what you're doing for your child isn't good enough, feeling like the decisions you're making are messing your child up, and feeling like whatever problems your child happens to face are your fault. So things like your child getting sick, we would feel guilty about. We would say, oh, well, you know, I should have put a hat on him or I shouldn't have had him in daycare because I knew he was going to get sick. We also tend to feel guilty when we feel like we're taking the easy way out, like when we allow screen time for our children or when we're, you know, making quick fix meals every night because that's all we have time for. We also feel guilty for things that are going to happen no matter what, like our kids getting hurt. That's what happens. They get hurt. They learn their lessons, but we feel bad about it. You know, as moms, we feel like, oh, there's something I should have been watching them more closely or, you know, there's something I could have done to avoid that. And a huge, huge, huge source of mom guilt is feeling like you're not spending enough time with your children or you're not being present when you're with them. We all think that, oh, I could be doing this better. One of the terrible things about mom guilt is that even though we feel guilt because we want to be better moms and we want to do right by our children, having too much mom guilt can actually take away from your ability to be that amazing mom that you want to be. The way it does that is by taking up so much of our mental bandwidth and physical energy that we just don't have as much to give. An example is, you know, that time that you were so in your head about something, anything, that you were driving home from the grocery store and you pull up to your house and you go, oh my gosh, how did I get here? I don't remember driving at all. I don't remember stopping at any stoplights. I don't remember any stop signs. I don't remember any turns. I just know that I left the grocery store and now I'm here. And you know, you didn't get an accident, so you were safely driving. You weren't able to appreciate the ride. You don't even remember the ride because you were so up in your head. And mom guilt, when it has us so up in our head about everything that we're doing wrong, can place us in that same kind of autopilot when it comes to parenting. Because we are so focused on you know, these thoughts of how we're failing our children, we're missing those little moments that are so amazing and we're not able to find the joy in parenting. So if you are tired of holding on to those impossibly high standards that cause us to feel guilty, and if you're tired of feeling like a horrible mom for constantly falling short, the first thing you need to do is change your mindset. The more we adhere to society's pressure of being that perfect parent, the more we set ourselves up for disappointment and guilt. So if mom guilt is taking over your life, here are some questions you can ask yourself to kind of challenge that guilt and reframe whatever it is that you're beating yourself up about. So the first question that you can ask yourself when you're feeling guilty, when you're thinking that you've done something wrong is, is this guilt a signal? or is it noise? And what I mean by that is anytime we have a feeling, that feeling can be useful because that feeling can signal to us that something is wrong and something needs to change. When it comes to guilt, if the guilt is useful and it's signaling you to something, what it's signaling you to is that your behavior is not in alignment with your values. So an example is if you're someone that highly values family time, spending one-on-one time with your children is really important to you, but you've been away from your child for a while. You might feel guilty about that. And in that scenario, that guilt is cluing you into the fact that, oh, I have this value in my behavior, whether it was something that's within your control or out of your control, was not in line with your values. And that guilt can now trigger an action. It can trigger a correction of some sort, meaning when you get back home, you're spending lots of time with your kids so that you can not make up for lost time, but, you know, act in a way that is in alignment with your values. Now, when the guilt is not a signal and it's just noise, it's not something within you telling you, hey, something's up. You're not acting in alignment with your values. It is some externally imposed standard of what it means to be a good mom that's making you think you've done something wrong. So an example of this is I value independence and self-sufficiency, but I feel guilty that my child has to entertain himself while I cook dinner. Now within myself, my values are independence and self-sufficiency, so my behavior is in line with that because my child has to be independent and self-sufficient while I cook. However, because society tells me that I need to be constantly entertaining my child and every single moment needs to be spent in service to my child, I'm now feeling guilty because of that. So you can see the difference between those two scenarios. In one scenario, the guilt was signaling that, hey, some corrective action needs to happen. In another scenario, the guilt was just noise and it's just causing unnecessary stress. Another question that you can ask yourself is, what can I do in this exact moment to change the circumstances? Sometimes, even when you ask yourself, is this guilt a signal or is this guilt noise? Sometimes it'll be a signal, but it won't be able to trigger corrective action because the circumstances are outside of your control. So if you are someone who has to travel for work, you highly value family time, but you have to travel for work. So sometimes you will feel guilty about the amount of time you're traveling for work. However, if you can't just find a new job. If you can't just quit your job, then there's no corrective action that that guilt is triggering. At that point, even though technically, yes, the guilt is signaling that your behavior is out of alignment with your values, because there's nothing that can change, the guilt isn't useful. And again, it's stressing you out. And if you're stressed out, when you actually are with your children, you're not able to give them the same level of attention that you could if you didn't have that stress on your brain. So in addition to asking yourself, is this a signal or is this noise? You can also ask yourself, is there anything I can do right now to change the circumstances? Because if there's not, the guilt is useless. Another question you can ask yourself is, what are the actual consequences if things don't change? So as moms, we feel so guilty for things when, if we think about what the consequences are, the things are basically inconsequential. But because something or someone has told us that this variable is this huge deal, we feel so guilty when we feel like we're doing something wrong, even though in reality, you're not doing anything wrong because there's no consequence. So one of my favorite parenting resources that really helps with recognizing if something's consequential or not is Emily Oster's book, Crib And in it, Oster, who is an economist, breaks down the research on so many concerns parents have from sleep training to breastfeeding, to screen time, to vaccines. And she tells you what the research means. And she shows the actual consequences of choosing one way or another, you know, choosing formula feeding versus breastfeeding, choosing to sleep train versus being responsive, And my biggest takeaway from that book, every time I read a piece of that book, is that so much of what we think about as important really doesn't matter. Even screen time, which we've been taught is so extremely detrimental to your children, isn't even that bad when we look at the science. So the science does show, yes, kids who have increased screen time measure lower than children who don't have a lot of screen time you know, in certain areas. At the same time, while the research shows correlation, it doesn't show causation. It doesn't show that the increased screen time is actually what has caused these lower scores. So is it the screen time that's causing these lower scores? Or is it that the children who have increased screen time also have less parental interaction? We don't know. So when you are feeling guilty that things aren't going as you think, ask yourself, what are the consequences? Because you might be surprised when you're having a difficult time actually coming up with legitimate consequences for these decisions that you're really struggling with, these decisions that you think are so detrimental to your child. The last question I want you to ask yourself if you are having difficulty with mom guilt is what would I say to another mom in this scenario? Would I allow my best mom friend to feel mom guilt if she was making the same decisions that I was making? I want you to ask yourself that because as moms, the standards that we hold for ourselves are often so much higher than the standards we hold for other moms. It's easy for us to say, oh, there's no such thing as a perfect mom. Oh, moms make mistakes. But then when it comes to us, It's like, no, my child deserves a perfect mom. My child deserves a mom who doesn't make mistakes. And not only is that unrealistic, but it's also not fair. So what we need to do as moms is we need to have more self-compassion. And we need to treat ourselves with the same compassion and care and kindness that we would treat another mom. So if you would not beat another mom up about these things, if you wouldn't allow another mom to feel guilty about these things, ask yourself why it is okay for you to feel guilty about these things. So that is my four questions that I want you to ask yourself if you're struggling with mom guilt. Is this a signal or is this noise? What are the actual consequences? What would I say to another mom? And is there anything I can do in this exact moment to change the circumstances? My hope for you is that using these four questions, you can begin to reframe that mom guilt and you can begin to change the way you talk to yourself. You can be gentle with yourself and you can have compassion on yourself so that you're not stressing yourself out about those decisions that you're making so that you have less on your mind and you have more time and energy and mental space to give to yourself and to your family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Managing Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Orlisa Poole, and I am so grateful that you took the time to listen. If you liked what you heard, please make sure you subscribe so you get alerts every week when I release new episodes. If you know of any other moms who might be feeling overwhelmed, I'd love for you to share this podcast with them. Managing Motherhood provides online therapy and coaching for moms who love their children, but aren't loving motherhood. To learn more or to schedule a free consultation, visit psychotherapyformoms.com. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Managing Motherhood podcast. See you next time.